everyone, and welcome to Love in Your Life podcast. This is Dola, your host, and uh, we've been talking a lot about assessments and the uh, value of what the assessment reports offer to those of us who are either confused about what we should do or what is our optimal career path, and sometimes there are occasions for us to um, look at specific people. And I thought today I had a great example of someone who is completed uh, their path. They are now, he is now retired. His name is John. Um, but in thinking back at what his Berkman revealed to him when he was pretty much um, almost ready to retire by that time and how he might have changed things or the awareness that he gained. And I wanted to share that with you to make it you know, more tangible for you to understand what at least the Berkman offers. So we talked about the fact that it's personality, right? And that's definitely a part of how you need to, what you need to consider in, you, um, in your selection of a proper career path for your unique uh, self. But we also have that other thing called motivational needs, which is the reason for me um, really feeling very strongly about the Berkman because it identifies what your needs are. And in the Berkman language, you go about getting your needs met. And part of uh, the career, why career is so important is because we spend so many hours there, right? So um, I'm going to ask John a couple of questions so that you can hear his take on what um, what he felt, how it benefited him, but how he might have been, been, been really able to use the results of the Berkman to guide him more appropriately. So... Um, John was a teacher, and he was uh, in his um, selection of becoming an educator. It was sort of a path of a little bit like a lot of us. Um, I'm not really sure what I want to do. Um, he originally had a path in mind, and I wanted him to describe how he came from that to what he decided to do as an educator. So I'm going to ask John a couple of questions, and he'll help um, illuminate that for us. Um, okay, John, so you were an educator for all of your career, but you came to um, college life uh, sort of in an interesting way because you knew that you wanted to do something. What was it that you originally wanted to do? Well, initially, I had entertained thoughts about going into uh, dentistry and uh, throughout high school and uh, at the very beginning of my college uh, uh, career, I was pursuing courses to uh, prepare me uh, for uh, entry into dental school. But um, as I look back, um, there were a couple things that uh, that discouraged me. Um, number one, I wanted to get started with a career very quickly. <laughs> and um, I wanted to enter the work world uh, and start making some money. Not dentistry, <laughs> yeah, dentistry was, it's a grueling path. Um, 
you know, four years of pre-dental preparation, you know, basically undergrad, and four years of dental school. So um, that choice obviously wouldn't allow me to uh, start making money quickly. (laughs) And the other thing you spoke to me about when you saw the results of your Berkman is that you felt that you might not want to do dentistry because of the work involved and you had grades that were not exactly the highest in chemistry. Well, yeah, there, there were two things that, um, that, uh, dissuaded. Dis- dissuaded <laughs> me, yes. Uh, number one, um, lack of confidence in my own, uh, preparation and also lack of guidance. Uh, I virtually, was on my own making these decisions. So um, with proper guidance and a little more confidence in my prep work, because I basically was selling myself short. Uh, I I did come to find out at a later time that I was prepared, Uh, but it was something that was on me. This, This lack of confidence in my preparation was basically uh, my, my fault. I was basically underselling myself. That's mm-hmm. what it, it comes down to. And so when I met John and we went through his Berkman results and, and realized that he, um, he really, his personality style was more on the introverted side rather than extroverted. And just for the people that may not know exactly what introversion versus extroversion is, it has nothing to do with liking people because John happens to be a very social person. Um, it has to do with energy, where you derive your greatest source of energy. And an introvert would not derive their greatest source of energy by being publicly demanded upon all day long. And what did John choose was the path of an educator where he had to be on all day long. All right. Not only responsible to the children as students, but to the administration and the parents. So now you're talking big time have to be on all the time. You can almost not leave them for a second to, to even go to the, to the restroom. So he, he, right off the bat, we noticed that from being an introvert introvert to entering that arena of being an educator was probably what what would you call it John what how would you describe that that environment for you well to be honest with you initially it was very pleasurable i was young i was energetic i worked well with the staff i was extremely popular with the students yep. And I come to find out that as a teacher, if you're popular, the students will respond. Mm -hmm. You may not even have to exhibit a a proficiency in your in your subject area. Mm -hmm. But if you are if you are popular, half the battles won. Mm -hmm. They will work for you Mm -hmm. and they will. And, and basically uh, get to get to achieve what your goals are for them. So, no, the, uh, at the very beginning of my career in the teaching profession, it was relatively, relatively easy. It's toward the end where it became a little more stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy sharing my knowledge mm-hmm. with the students. That was a high for me. Uh, at the end of the day, I felt good about myself. I knew that I was able to share my vast knowledge of history with them because basically that's what my concentration was in college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the very beginning, 
but uh, it was a, a very pleasurable experience. But as I progressed through my years, it became more stressful. And um, then, of course, I was able to take the Berkman and it was spot on as to what initially I wanted to do with my life uh, right out of high school, as a matter of fact. Um, the Berkman basically indicated that I had to have a career where I was able to see immediate results. Okay. Teaching did not allow for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. delayed gratification. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, what, what was re, what was extremely uh, not surprising because I I think the Berkman was like I said spot on, but it was it actually pinpointed my two career options. One was going into dentistry because but the Berkman basically said these would be ideal your two ideal uh, 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 careers. One was going into dentistry, the, the other one was becoming a steel worker. Now, mind you, as a steel worker, I would be a skilled steel worker. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be a laborer. Mm -hmm. I would be, uh, I would go to school within the uh, corporation and train to do a particular job in the steel industry. Mm -hmm. But just the same, both of them allowed me to see uh, the, the, the results of my work. Right. So yeah, the perfect. fruits of my labor. Right. And how would the introversion have, have been helped? I think with dentistry and working in the steel industry, you're not exactly isolated, but it's more one-on-one -on -one and you're dealing with smaller groups of people. Um, and uh, that, that of course would, would that appeal to me? And I felt that be, even before I took the Berkman, but the Berkman reinforced my feelings, which was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. Um, do you think that had you had this information earlier in your career, you would have made a change? For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Even though I got comfortable teaching mm -hmm. and that's a very, uh, Interesting people. As a matter of fact, I met lifelong friends um, and have been tremendously impressed with the students that I've uh, that I've uh, was able to teach. I follow their careers. I periodically I I don't I don't really have contact with many of them, but that's on me. I mean, I, I kind of isolated myself, but um, no, there's your introversion. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I, I do uh, indirectly. I I follow their uh, their their life uh, their life uh, path. And I happen to know that a lot of students have come to say things about you that were extremely positive. So I know that that's gratifying. And that's very gratifying. I tend to forget that sometimes. So I did have an impact. I made an impact. And that to me is extremely important. But um, and and again, I I, uh, I I enjoyed my career initially, uh, but that was waning as time went. Mm -hmm. you know? And and it's interesting that John says that um, the Berkman was spot on on what he thought he wanted to do even before he entered 
college life that he wanted to do these. He had these two options in mind, either stay at the steel plant, you know, working and, and working his way up or going through to dentistry. So he really knew this. And we talked about this a couple of times ago, a couple of podcasts ago, when we said that sometimes we know something and what, what an assessment will do is kind of bring it back into our awareness because we've sort of stuffed it down and repressed it and denied it or whatever we did for the myriad reasons we do things, you know, that we don't really face up to what, who we are, our authentic selves. We're somehow, you know, discouraged from being who we authentically are for whatever reasons. And there are lots of them. Um, but what I wanted to also uh, bring up is, so it, it may have altered the way if you had had this, say, in your 30s, when you were, you know, 10 years into your career or whatever, um, you would have uh, maybe considered making a move based on this realization or awareness. Yes, but at the same time, I was also starting to progress up that uh, the uh, uh, the ladder as far as salary goes um, in education. You know, in, in this particular area, uh, it was they were called steps, and each step offered you a raise. So I had uh, enough time in the profession where I was making uh, some a, a decent salary. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I put I could have done more, but it was enough to sustain me. Right. So, so that that part of it was yeah. was fine. So, was there any other that you remember in terms of the results of your Berkman? Were there any other awarenesses that occurred that would uh, that that you uh, were surprised by in terms of, gosh, I really didn't have that access to that information, you know, like that, that conscious. Yeah. yeah. I think with the Berkman, you have to be honest Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're taking this test, you have to be honest. Otherwise it's not going to work. And I took my time. I, you know, you you know, you become a little introspective, you know, Mm, you, you, you start thinking about each question Mm -hmm. and, uh, um, if you do it the right way, mm-hmm. more more than likely, it's going to be spot on. Um, and the earlier, the better. That's what I would recommend. The earlier, the better. I wish I would have taken it yeah. right out of. Actually, I would have. I wouldn't mind taking it right out of uh, my senior year of high school, even before I graduated. Yes, and that is when it is most uh, recommended. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I can see why. Yeah. And they say not to do it be, uh, younger than 16 mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. you know, you're not formulating your thoughts, your adult thoughts. Yep. But, um, yeah, I just wondered if you thought that um, even a conversation you said you mentioned being introspective, it, I, you don't necessarily have to take a test. You don't necessarily have to have a questionnaire, you know, delivered to your email, although that's what Berkman does. And it generates any report you want. Um but you can be introspective and really face these truths about yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody should go to college. And I'm going to have an example of that on my next podcast because I'm speaking to a young woman who whose parents demanded that she go to college. And she ended up not going. Well, that's one of the reasons why I was gravitating toward the steel industry is because I had no goals. I mean, other than dentistry. And I wasn't sure about dentistry. Right. So. Without goals and without direction, 
And I'm the person that has to have a goal. I have to have a, a, a so-called finish line. Yes. And, uh, and that was uh, that was highlighted in your Brooklyn results as well, John, mm-hmm. as I yeah. recall. Now, one other thing before I let you go, and that has to do with my question on, um, you know, there's a higher level. Uh, I always get to that higher level. And I say that what happens to us probably is what's supposed to happen to us. Now, that said... I still think what we discussed about the Berkman and the value of the Berkman and its results um, is is pertinent. But there's something that says that where you are is where you're supposed to be. And you said that you disagreed with it. Can you just? Um, I, I, I think, I think, yeah. Uh, like for instance, I was supposed to be a teacher, mm-hmm. apparently, uh, according to this theory, if you want to call it a theory. Um, I have enough opportunities to manifest my teaching skills in either professions Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. in either occupations, either as a steel worker or as a dentist. Mm -hmm. And, um, and even if I wasn't, uh, even if I didn't pursue dentistry, there would be other areas that would be close to that ideal occupation that I could have performed, that I could have also. Shares your knowledge. Right. Mm -hmm. So even if it meant... Okay, for an example, say I went into uh, accounting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't ob- object to uh, instructing entry-level people. Mm-hmm. Or while I'm working on a patient, explain to them what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Very you know, good. And, okay. and no matter how technical it may sound, right. that would allow me to teach and inform. So, so John, just to wrap up, the, the the context is important then. So in other words, if you had had this discussion, either with the benefit of a Berkman re, uh, report or without an introspective moment with a guidance counselor, for example, you could have owned that uh, desire or that ability that's highlighted in your Berkman as a uh, sharer of knowledge mm-hmm. in another context where you were more satisfied because it, it contained all of the elements of your needs and it was meeting your needs at a higher level than teaching did. Because as I understand, teaching did stress you out, you yes, know, yes. And, and even when you were young and popular, mm-hmm. it did still kind of right. cause you to be a little right. stressed. So that's what we want to avoid. And that's the purpose of these discussions. So I really appreciate this so much. Is there anything else you, you need to say? Oh, uh, no, I, I, I enjoyed taking the test. I I just have one regret that I didn't take it earlier, yeah. but uh, at the same time, I did have a rewarding career and I made an impact. So it wasn't uh, uh, 35 years uh, that were wasted, you know, no, they were, they were, they were fruitful. They were fruitful. Um, they were impactful yes. and, um, and, and, and rewarding, you yes. know? So, um, but again, if you wanted to ask me what my ideal career choice would have been, it would have been something other than the one I chose. Yeah. <laughs> the, the educator. Yeah, path. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, John, for your time. And I'm sure my uh, listeners will really appreciate your story. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next week, this is Dola for Love in Your Life podcast. Remember, that's the only way to live with love in your life, personally and professionally. Bye. Bye.